1: Here's your host Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It, As It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay. As always, Christian, after just one episode, we have made it back to no man's land of podcasting because it has been a grand total of three days, four days since our last show. And what do you know? It's still the off season and nothing's still, happened. Still
0: the off season. We're 25 days away at the time of recording this from Avalanche, regular season hockey. Um, if it's any consolation, I mean, we got the rookie showcase going on right yeah, now.
1: There, there's stuff going on. Let's check that score real quick. That is three nothing sharks. Let's ignore that and act like that doesn't exist. <laughs> they won yesterday. They Yesterday, we got to give them credit for that. They're not doing so great right now, but you know, it's the rookie showcase. You know, I think we under I think we understand that maybe our prospect pool is not the deepest anymore. You know, honestly, it may not be the deepest anymore, but I still yeah. like some players in it. It's still good. I still like a lot of those guys in there. Like, there's still a couple guys in there, like Ben Myers, chief among them, that we can see make an impact as soon as this season. Oscar Lawson could be a guy like probably next year or two years from now that we could see as a regular in the lineup. Sampo Ranta could be interesting to watch this season. We're all just kind of waiting to see what Eustace Annen is going to be. But like for a team that just won a Stanley Cup and has traded a shit ton of draft picks, there's some pretty decent guys playing right now. Yeah,
0: there's some pretty decent guys. I'm really interested with Sampo Ranta because I feel like everyone just. He was on the opening night lineup if I remember. Yeah, I think
1: that. I think we just kind of forget about that a little bit that yeah. we really thought that like Sampo Ranta might not be Alex Newhook but like he could have a little role for himself on the team turns out he didn't. And now yeah, so I feel like see. we'll get I to see like, Yeah, everyone forgot about him
0: and I I still think he's an interesting prospect. I don't think he's going to be a a top 6 guy but he
1: could be an interesting bottom 6 role. It's a, it's not even just that he started the season last year on the team he made his nhl debut in the playoffs against vegas just like kind yeah. of out of nowhere yeah that was that that happened yeah <laughs> that he wasn't, happened. and he wasn't that bad no he was very uh inoffensible
0: but when we made those trade deadline acquisitions and you got more players healthy he just didn't have a spot in this lineup and I still don't know if he has a chance of cracking this opening day lineup, but no. I wouldn't be shocked in the least if we're midway through the season and there's some guys banged up if we see Sam Ronta up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be his time at training camp to sort out some some room on the roster and everything and just see what he's got because he, he's 22 now. Yep, And, you know, you're 22, you still got some time, but it's not – endless like you yeah. you kind of have to make your move sooner or later within like the next year or two well,
0: would you say he's more intriguing than a guy like martin Cout?
1: yeah absolutely yeah with martin Cout, we know Sampo ranta still is kind of a new ish toy that we got in the the 2021 playoffs and still has some room to grow kaut there's just never been you know what
0: martin kaut is yeah I agree with you. I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. It is a little shocking that Cal hasn't gotten like a change of scenery, like that classic, like let's trade two prospects who have been in our farm team for four plus years and see if they can revitalize their careers. Because like the one I think of, do you remember? It was probably I forget who we traded, but we got Ryan Graves. It was a prospect switch, and we traded a defenseman, and we got Ryan Graves out of it. And that I, worked out pretty well for named us. name's
1: on the tip of Chris, Chris Begris.
0: That's right. I knew it was someone, and then we ended up getting Ryan Graves out of it, and it worked out pretty damn well for us.
1: Yeah, and Chris, Chris Begris never played a game for the Rangers.
0: Yeah. I so mean, we won so, that deal. We
1: won everyone, that deal. Everyone always goes back and forth like, oh, you never really know who's going to win a trade. I think we won that one.
0: Yeah, we won that one. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Like, Ryan Graves is one of those guys. Like, he – I just feel so bad for him because he went from a Stanley Cup contender to his two options were either the Devils or the Kraken.
1: (laughs) I've I've thought about that sometimes where it's like you think about Jost, you think about Graves, like all the guys who put in like the blood, sweat, and tears over the last few years with those heartbreaking losses. They get shipped out the door and we win the Cup the next season. And Graves especially, like New Jersey's not terrible, but they're a ways away from being yeah. even a playoff team.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, that just cracked me up because it was, uh, I was just thinking about that prospect switch when we were talking about a couple episodes ago. And I'm like, I remember last time we did this, the Avs got a pretty good deal out of it. And then recently, I know they traded AJ Greer, but I can't remember who he got from him. It was someone from the Islanders.
1: I'm trying to just see if I can even find any of this, but. Yeah, because it was, it was. So
0: I the big thing is I really do think that Probably needs Kyle
1: probably.
0: Kyle Burrows. Kyle Burrows, interesting.
1: Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's it's funny because we it seems like we do like the straight up NHL player for for assets deal more often than the prospect swap.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't make much sense, but I would be um, I'd be shocked if Kout doesn't get moved early in the season. A guy like Shane Bowers, who is like, is he the one of the only parts of the Matt Duchesne trade that hasn't worked for the Avs?
1: I mean the Matthew Shane trade just has so many pieces in it. We forget it's really only like two that ended up making like any sort of impact. Cause we got Gerard and we got Byram in it. Like there's Andrew Hammond in there, Shane. Hey, Bowers. we won a playoff game, man. Yeah. I mean he did game. he did something. And uh man. This pick, like Matthew Steinberg, we'd never even signed to a deal with that third-round pick in 2019.
0: You're about to say my favorite one. This I thought this guy was going to be so sick, Kamenev. I wow, thought he was going to be so sick, dude. He
1: scored a, I, He scored goals with us. He scored three goals with the yeah. abs in his career. That's something. He, he was one of those guys. He's just like Berkey. Every time a, hit, a puck hit him, he broke his
0: hand. Yeah. It was ridiculous.
1: It's so, like Berkey never got a chance to get off the ground.
0: Yeah. So I... It's really funny looking back at trades, and as you can tell, as we're 10 minutes into this episode, there's not a whole lot to talk about, so we're just kind of free-balling here. Oh, yeah, but this is this time. is
1: not in my notes at all. No, this wasn't, but I, this we're was, having a good This was going to be a funny 30-second bit where I mentioned the rookie <laughs> camp.
0: And here we are 10 minutes later, and we're like still... I think
1: Sam gonna be pretty good this year. Yeah, so... And he's probably, um, like, he might see, like, three games.
0: Maybe, maybe, but... Yeah, uh, that Rookie Showcase is going on right now. I do like, I will say, how they've given us the links to watch the game this year.
1: Yeah, they're That's actually nice. watchable games for once. Yeah. I still will not be watching them, but no. it's nice to have the option.
0: Yeah, I wish. I'm sorry, Avs. I love you with all my heart. But if you're telling me I can watch college football or a Rookie Showcase, I'm probably going to choose college football. Like My brain's just not in hockey mode yet. Yeah, it's just not I'm there just, yet. This I'm, is football
1: I'm not there yet. I'm still in off-season mode. Plus, I literally do not have time. Like, yeah. I I I am not at a point in my life where I'm just like, "Yeah, I've got I've got time for this right now. The the rookie <laughs> showcase for the abs. Like, sorry, boss, but I'm busy right now."
0: Yeah, I got got to watch these rookies play. Maybe one day if we if we do this full-time, yeah, can,
1: they start paying me to do it. Yeah. I'll be the biggest fan of the rookie showcase. Oh, but Oh yeah, I'll I'll give you guys a full detailed report on on how oscar Lawson look that day
0: <laughs> yeah no for real so that that's going on um i guess the other big news um nathan mckinnon was on 32 thoughts so that was cool i know you Let actually it. listened to it i just read
1: yeah so basically we the our conversation last episode was surprisingly topical and things that actually have sort of happened over the last couple of days like a lot of the guys we talked about in the PTO conversation ended up like getting signed by other teams. And so immediately outdated that, but it was still a worthwhile conversation. And the McKinnon stuff has kind of ramped up over the last couple of days. We're kind of getting some indications that this is, this is going to happen sooner than later. And they're like, we suspected there's no issues. And if the only issue is like, Oh, I thought we'd be done by now just because (laughs) I I didn't know how this worked. He thought he's he McKinnon said on 32 thoughts and we'll talk more about what he said there later he's like yeah i guess i just kind of thought it'd be like a day one thing we just sign it and be done turns out it's a lot more complicated than that it is a
0: lot more complicated because i'm i wonder do you you may not know because you're not a a, like capologist or like nhl contracts but is it kind of like the nfl where you can front load it with signing bonuses and it brings down the annual the av of the contract. Well, yeah is
1: yeah i mean you can front load it and then bring it down to like seven hundred fifty thousand a year and it brings down the av it's not per year
0: that'd be cool that could happen you,
1: know, you you usually see that with older players though yeah no, that so, makes sense but... it makes it easier to buy out the contract and i don't think we have to worry about that
0: no, i don't think we have to worry could you imagine if we did have to worry about it
1: i don't want <laughs> i don't really want to
0: i don't think we ever will have to worry about it but uh yeah, I mean, I think if he's talking about it, that means it's pretty much close to being
1: done. It's pretty close to being done. I, I Honestly, I just don't think he knows too much about it. Yeah. I think he, I think he's just going to leave that to Pat Brisson and just let him handle all that. Because that's basically what he said when Elliot asked him on the show. He's like, yeah, you gotta ask Pat. Like, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, Max made it clear. He's like,
0: I'm not going anywhere, so just work it out with them and just yeah. let me know when I need to sign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, it's... It's funny because the Avs are so weird. We've talked about this. They're so hush about everything. So for McKinnon to even come out and say like something's
1: going on before it's done is very weird. I think it's also just like, well, of course they are. I think they don't care because it's also just to to flex on the rest of the league that has issues with like signing players, like all these internal problems. Like, yeah, we don't have that. Sorry. Sucks to be you, I guess.
0: Wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah. But – It's interesting. I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. I mean, McKinnon's going to get paid and whatever we pay him is completely fine. Like there is,
1: there is no amount that is not enough for him. And and just based on the few comments that have come out so far, I don't think it's going to be nuts. Like the fact that we're having the conversation of like, is he going to be the highest paid player? I think we would kind of know by now if it was trending in that direction. And so I'm thinking, like, at max, it's 13. Could possibly feasibly be 12, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. I st- like I think, like, in that 12.5 ballpark is... Really- what if
0: it was 12.51 just so he was making, like, $1,000 more than McDavid?
1: I would absolutely respect that 100 <laughs> percent. and I, I would encourage that actually like what that's like just, what is that like a hundred thousand dollars like what's that gonna cost us on yeah. the cap like just just do it you don't have this, that, the extra hundred thousand like that's the cup tax connor yeah, that,
0: that's, that's hilarious for winning
1: <laughs> like, and he's just the highest paid player by fucking i i would honestly i i hope they do that if he's gonna be the highest paid player i hope it's by such a small margin that it's like insulting. <laughs> that would be good. I, I would hope I hope it's not even that. I hope it's like a dollar. And just so he's above McDavid, just, and we just can like, they basically get paid the same, but technically he's the highest paid, paid. And every time someone like asks us or even or them the question, it'd be like, well, he won't cup. It's cup tax.
0: Yeah, it's a cup tax. We will take it. But in all seriousness, if it, it I I agree with you, I do think it's probably in that like. 13 million dollar range i think if it was in the 14s we'd probably
1: be yeah i think we would know by now and mckinnon said basically like it's gonna be fair but it's not gonna be single digit yeah which to me says it might not even be 12
0: that would be if it's anything under 12 it's the best contract of all time
1: right like again because like let's be real mckinnon deserves 14 Yes, especially coming off of the contract that he was on at 6.3 for six years, giving us realistically four kicks at the can to build the best team that we can and actually go on and win the fucking thing along with the president's trophy the year before. Yeah, he's owed some cash and he could ask for 14 million. And I really don't think there's anything anyone could say to be like, yeah, well, why? I mean, I he said he was going to give a team-friendly discount. A team-friendly discount for him would be something below 12. I, I think 12 is team-friendly still, yeah. considering the circumstance. We just won a championship. He was the runner-up for the con Smythe, was outstanding in the games he did play this season. It was constantly interrupted by injuries out of his control. And he's an unrestricted free agent in a time where we've seen star players hit the open market and get money. You've seen it with Tavares. You've seen it with Gaudreau. I think if you see another McKinnon esque player start to get here, then, and they sign for 12, yeah, that's team friendly. Like a guy like this hitting the open market, he could, like 14, if he's a free agent, that's team friendly. Yeah.
0: It's it's going to be because I remember there
1: were a lot of people who were like so much for being a team friendly contract like guys he's not going to sign an eight million dollar deal that's just I, I never understood like oh he's going to sign another six million dollar contract no, like no when not. have you ever seen that when has that ever happened that like this guy signs like I'm taking less than half of my market value that doesn't happen like yeah. sometimes like oh I'll take a million dollars less. That's being team friendly, not cutting your contract in half.
0: Yeah. Like it, I always laugh because it's like people are like, wow, so much for being team friendly. It's like, guys, like, he is being he team is being friendly, team guys.
1: Because friend. he think we just have to understand that good players are going to get paid, yeah. especially coming off of a championship. Because he could easily just be like, tell uh, Pat Person, be like,
0: hey, I want 14, tell him that's it. And I'm not, that's all I'm signing for. If, if he wanted 14 and
1: was not going to move from that number, I bet the contract would be done by now. Yeah, probably. Probably. I, th- I think they're I think the fact that this is taking so long is they're trying to find a solution that works for both sides. And they're trying to give McKinnon his money while not being like, okay, well, we still want to win. So yeah. I, I think I think we're talking like in that twelve ballpark. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a little bit less, even just a little bit more. I wouldn't be shocked if it's twelve right on the nose. Yeah, because if you think about it, like this is kind of
0: crazy. Like, we love Nazem Kadri, but Nazem Kadri is making more money this year than Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Also, different salary cap eras, yeah. different circumstances, but yeah. And even at 12, McKinnon would be the second highest paid player in the NHL, which is fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Like, you really can't argue with that because Austin Matthews is going to be up in a couple of years. He makes 11.6. He's going to probably surpass McKinnon, whatever he signs for, even if it is like 13, Matthews is probably going to make like 14, 15 on his next contract. So even if, even if McKinnon is highest paid guy in the league, he's not going to stay that way for very long. No, it it won't last. Like who else is coming
0: up that could pass him?
1: I mean, I'm trying to think of some guys, but I mean, David's up twenty twenty eight, right? No, McDavid's got to be sooner than that. McDavid is twenty twenty six. OK, so he's he's going he's to get paid. He's got three more years and he's he's going to get the maximum. Yes. Like that. Like there's just simply no debate about that. And he, I mean, give it uh, like five more years. Kale McCarr is also going to get the maximum, but we can save that for a half decade down the line. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of time. Yeah, man. we got plenty of I, time. I'm trying to think of guys that like are going to get paid coming up because like even a guy like Adam Fox, like they signed recently. I doubt Marner's gonna be making more. Rantanen's not gonna be making more. I'm just, I'm looking at the the top guys on this list and there's not a lot of them that are even under thirty.
0: Yeah, because it's really McDavid I mean McDavid could realistically get twenty million and we'd be like, Yeah, that seems fair.
1: whatever the maximum is win. Connor McDavid's contract up is what he's going to get, whether it's from Edmonton or fucking Arizona. Like they're going, yeah. to, whoever he signs with is going to pay him the maximum. It's actually going to be really interesting if Connor McDavid hits the open market. It's literally just going to be where do you want to go because you're going to get the same contract from everybody. Oh, There's everyone no...
0: would, everyone would move mountains. For That's Connor. what I
1: mean. Like he's going to get the maximum from like hypothetically if Connor McDavid hit the open market. He's probably not going to, but the Rangers would throw the maximum at like e- even like poorer teams like Arizona and Ottawa would throw $20 million at Connor McDavid, yeah. whatever the maximum they can throw his way is what they would do. So it's literally just asking Connor, where do you want to go? It's not a matter of money because you're going to get the same contract from everybody.
0: Right. And it's interesting. You know how we were talking earlier about how like the signing bonuses and salary McDavid's salary this year is only What year is this? 2020? It's only $1 million, but his signing bonus was $11 million. Yeah.
1: McDavid's paydays come on day one of the season. So his paychecks per game add up to $1 million. He is getting a $12 million check the first day he can get paid. And that's basically his entire contract. Cause it's not even like the first two years of that deal was $15 $15 million. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at total salary. So it's $11 million signing bonus. Big mistake, I guess. But yeah, $13 Holy million signing bonus the first three years of that deal. And oh, the last two years, it's a $7 million signing bonus and $3 million in base money.
0: Yeah, so you get to pay a little bit more for the games. What What is this? You see, I think we're on the same website. 21% of the cap hit. How the fuck are they projecting that?
1: What, what are you looking at?
0: Uh, they're saying that his cap hit... um, Is going to be
1: 21%. I'm on sportrack.com. I've never even heard of that site. Yeah, me either. But they said for who McKinnon? No, McDavid, bro. Oh, if that's the maximum, then yeah, that's crazy. And then the last
0: year of his contract says it's 27.62% of the cap, which even for Connor McDavid seems low (laughs) For, for his current deal. Yeah, that's what it's saying. Look up Conor McDavid's contract. This is great radio, by the way. Look up Conor McDavid's contract on Google. But when he
1: signed the contract, it was 16%. It's not going up. Dude, I'm just reading off the website, man. <laughs> the, the cap percentage would only go down as the cap. Right. That, that's why I'm asking. Like, that's but what I'm confused about. I, th- I think that's just wrong or something. Uh, or, is that, or is that like, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. Like we said, great radio. But yeah. um,
1: anyway, yeah. back, to, back to McKinnon.
0: Yeah. So- McKinnon's going to get his contract. Everything's going to be okay. Um, We all just need to take a deep breath and just give, it'll probably be announced. Knowing us and our luck with news, it'll probably get announced the second we upload this episode. Yeah. It'll
1: probably be out tomorrow. Yes. And And we'll be terribly out. I really can't see this dragging into the season. So like at latest, this goes October 11th or even then, I think this like at latest, the first day of training camp, I don't I think, agree. I don't think this dragged into the training camp or anything like that. I think they just knock it out. The 12 times eight gets announced, and we all just go fucking awesome. Nine more years of McKinnon.
0: Yeah, thank God that's over and our core is locked up for whenever Miko's contract's up.
1: So I think it's a little sooner than we think. I think it's three years. Uh, I just had it. It's I think it's two after this one. So three years left. Yep so we'll yeah, get your, three you your core like, locked up for that i mean considering he signed for what six years yeah having half of miko's contract with your full core locked up and not having to worry about anything is pretty good
0: yeah that's rock solid so the abs are in great shape the salary caps projected to go up
1: i think a million dollars each the next five years it's gonna go up a lot sooner than that because yeah. i think for at least this season one million dollars And possibly as soon as two off seasons from now, we could be looking at a jump to 90 is what I've seen.
0: Wow, that'd be great. But then it's going to be like, remember, like the NBA had the same thing and players were getting like they were bench players getting five years, 90 million. Oh, yeah. I don't think that would happen in the NHL, but.
1: Well, it's also I think we have to consider the world we just came out of and having to so closely manage all your cap dollars that once the cap does start to go up, we're just going to see contracts. Increase percentage wise with that, it's yeah. like we, we all freak out about the cap going up, but it just means that they're gonna get paid more, like, yeah. and, then the, and then the base salaries go up respectively. So it's instead of 750, it's gonna go up to 800,000.
0: Yeah, because um, I was watching a uh, I forget, I think it was a TikTok or something, and it was like a Leafs guy talking, and he was like, The Leafs got screwed by the salary cap not going they, up,
1: they absolutely did. It's, so, funny. it's funny to dunk on the Leafs, but they did sign those contracts with the expectation that by now we'd be at like $95 million. Yeah, That's what happened with Dreisaitl, with the Oilers, yep. is they signed that deal and everyone's like, that's a lot of money. But they were basically signing it with the intention of the salary cap's going to go up dramatically over the next few years. And they just got out of the deadline on that. Mm-hmm. And it also turns out that Leon Dreisniel is a top five player in the NHL. And, it worked so now, out pretty well, and so now, once McKinnon's contract is up, you can make the argument that that's the best contract in the league. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL's opening week was action packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. And if you want even more action, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's real simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. And if your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, You get paid instantly, even if they go on to lose. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. I mean, it's going to be
0: I'm really interested to see where this league goes in the next five years. Everything's trending up, which for the first time in forever with the NHL, we can say that.
1: Oh, yeah. And they're putting ads on the jersey too. So more revenue coming in. Great. I mean, the abs are still they're holding out. They haven't announced theirs. their jersey patch. It's going to be ball. Probably.
0: It has to be right. Yeah, like it's ball. At least at least ball is not a bad logo.
1: Yeah, you can do something with that. As long as they don't sell the ads on like the retail jerseys. Oh, they will. They, they will because the NBA sells them that way. Well, that's stupid and I hate it. <laughs> it, is, it is dumb. Don't get me wrong. It is dumb. I just, I, I just think it's funny how we talked about with the helmet ads that this is going to lead to jersey ads and everyone said, no, you're crazy. And now we're talking about like, no, it's just going to be one ad on the jersey though. It's just It's just going to be the one.
0: Yeah, like, I don't think it's a huge deal.
1: I mean, I don't either. It's just like, you're like, oh, it's going to make the cap go up. No, it's fucking not. This is just money going directly into the owner's pockets. Like, this has nothing to do with payers getting played more or better product on ice for fans. This is just money going directly into Stan Kroenke's pocket. Like, that's all this is.
0: We know Stan's hurting for cash.
1: so And and just Stan. What an underdog story, you know? He
0: truly is, man. Dude, they're showing him at the Rams games. And I'm like, is this dude ever going to have, like, a better year?
1: but I, god I, like, I fucking love that bit from the when i was in colorado and everything and every time i saw or heard the name stan Kroenke, it's just oh you gotta love you gotta love an underdog story Well, we
0: cheer Cronky. i think we were the only ones that cheered for him at the parade
1: oh yeah i love stan Kroenke. he's a great guy <laughs> we'll man show that don't clip that and send it to our st louis yeah. Friends. Yeah, he's a great guy we love stan
0: but uh yeah, I mean the Jersey ads. Like, I'm, I'm, I really don't care. I know some people I mean, are so like, passionate about it, but like, it's the world we live in. When it, like, everything is fucking sponsored, dude. Yeah, Every, I mean, I mean it's, we have what? How many ads do we have on this show? Like, right, everything exactly. like We sponsored. have
1: like you got the two ads that I don't even know what they are when you tune in. It's like yep. literally personalized ad content based on your listening history. So if you have weird ads, that's your fault. And <laughs> then the two ads that we run on the hockey podcast network that are breaking up the shows every once in a while. But yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. It's, it's my, it's my favorite saying you need two things to succeed in the industry. a can do attitude and corporate sponsorship. Yes.
0: Corporate sp- We love corporate sponsors. You love my once, other once favorite bit
1: from the parade is yeah. I was the old I would freak out and cheer and be a psycho whenever they would bring out like the sponsored blimps. I'd just be like, yes, corporate oh, yeah. sponsorship. Yes. You're you get to ride in the parade and everyone's like, wait, are they part of the team? <laughs> like, no, no, I wasn't I wasn't cheering for the people. I just I just saw like this blimp is sponsored by like fucking State Farm or something. I just <laughs> go, yeah, corporate sponsorship. We love it. Corporate. So that I, and Stan Cronky, my two favorite things.
0: Yeah, I mean Stan the man, bro. We love Stan, but uh what I mean, I, but it, it's impartial. I'm sure it'll get announced and they'll sneak a ball. Like it probably won't even be announced, so it'll just be the first game and we'll see like, oh, there's a ball arena logo on their jerseys. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be ball, it's gonna be something dumb or whatever. You know. It's yeah. not a like it's not a big deal. I'm not passionate about I I think I'm more like apathetic to it. It's just like fucking whatever. It's stupid it's uh, stupid but it's not hurting anyone and we'll get over it soon. It's going to spiral into more and we all know that but we're all going to act like it's not. So yeah. I mean if you look at like other hockey leagues like when you watch like fucking
0: out of like America hockey, oh yeah, you like Canada, you, you
1: turn into like the the KHL or like the the Swedish Elite League, like it's like watching NASCAR.
0: Yeah, <laughs> their jerseys are littered with sponsors. It's absolutely ridiculous. So it it it's just going to take some time to get used to but i agree like as long if i can buy one without the logo i'm going to do that um speaking of, i got to buy it. i haven't bought a jersey in like like 6
1: months i don't know what the fuck's gotta, wrong got to get a hit yeah got to take another hit of that jersey dopamine
0: yeah got to get a hit of it so i mean we'll see but it's going to be eh I, i'm kind of uh i'm
1: it's, kind of meh about like if- it it's like i'm like i said i'm not super passionate about it, it just makes me like roll my eyes just be just like fucking whatever
0: yeah i mean we'll see as long as stan the man doesn't move the uh the ball arena to carson city then we'll then i'll be a happy camper yeah
1: just leave enough. just person. leave good enough alone yeah
0: so that's that's it for that part i forgot we how will we even get to that part but that we're a
1: fantastic question i actually have yeah. no clue I think we were talking about some shit. I don't we know. We were talking about actually great question. How did we get to talking about Jersey ads? We were talking about McKinnon. And we, we were, were talking, talking about McDavid. And then like the salary cap. And then we were talking about something. Like, I guess we we're talking about how, Stan how we get to Crunk. Stan Cron- how did we get to Cronky? I don't know. This episode's all over the place. This is all over the fucking place. Yeah, I'm sorry for this is
0: crazy. This. <laughs> this is crazy. Let's let's get let's steer the ship here.
1: Um, yeah, i mean to what i mean what's going on in the, in the i game? mean
0: there is some other news in the nhl that's not related to the abs i mean the blues signed two guys to pretty lengthy contracts and yeah, it's they signed very...
1: they signed jordan Cairo to a massive extension an identical contract to what robert thomas signed earlier in the season i don't remember if we talked about robert thomas at all when he signed that deal but The Blues, I think, are going to be pretty interesting team to watch over the next about year or so, because they're going to be good this season. They're one of the few teams in the West that I would even consider even a threat at all. And they're pretty much the same team they were last year, other than a new backup goalie and adding Nolachari to the mix.
0: Well, they lost Perron.
1: They did. They did lose Perron. That is right. He went to Detroit. After this season, things are going to be pretty interesting in St. Louis because you have Ryan O'Reilly expiring in his $7.5 million, and somehow Vlad Tarasenko is still here, and unless the Blues suck this season, is going to be here for the remainder of his one-year contract at $7.5 million. But you look at the amount of money that they have locked into next year already. They have $67 million in cap already locked up. And are they going to be able to keep these guys? I don't think Tarasenko coming back just because of the sheer amount of trade rumors yes. over the last two years and how he's pissed that they botched his surgery. But also at the same time, it's been like two years. Is he still having hard feelings about that now that he's back and playing normal? I'm sure he is. I mean, maybe, but...
0: I like going with the narrative that the Blues have a toxic organization. So
1: yeah. I like
0: going with that narrative. It's
1: also just it's in St. Louis, so it's inherent. Yeah. So that's a good narrative to stick with. But I think you'd have to think they have to move Teresinko this year. They can't let him walk for free. We say that a lot. About a lot of players, and then they just do.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Because like the thing is with the Blues is you have Parenko locked up that contract's not looking very good like Pranko's still a good defenseman but he's not a one Six,
1: he's I mean, not 6.5 till 2030 and he's yeah. All 29.
0: yeah like that's not looking good Tori Krug has been an object failure for them um that's what 14 million or 13 million and then you got Justin Folk who had a resurgence year but before that was considered a terrible contract as well oh, too
1: all three of those guys make 6.5 by the way yeah and like Falk is interesting because he was better this year. But is he going to do that again? His first two years in St. Louis were objectively bad.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you have – what is that? What's the math? I'm trying to do math in my head. It's not good. 19 million locked up
1: in three yeah, defensemen 19, nine, who – Yeah, 19 and a half. And Nick hmm. Letty's got $4 million for the next four years. Under Underrated terrible contract that was signed this offseason.
0: Yes. I mean, he's
1: like, due for regression. Oh, absolutely! Four times four for a guy who was okay last year. After you got him at the deadline,
0: but for the Blues, that's good. Like their defense is their weakness. Like that's what cost them the series. Well, oh, they they got dominated by the Avs. but yeah, that, they, that,
1: the only thing they had going for them in that series was Ryan O'Reilly.
0: Yeah, like it was. It's just going to be
1: like I just they're going to this is this their last year really make a go at it i think that's what i'm trying to get at here is then also going back to the tarasenko thing no you don't trade him because this might be your last chance with this current court because even if you bring ryan o'reilly back that's that's going to be an interesting contract because he's 31 right now and he's going to be 32 at the end of the season and he makes 7.5 right now and after watching how effective he was against Nathan McKinnon and the Avs, he's he's going to get a lot of money. He's got to be a team that is going to pay him a ridiculous amount of money. Well, I, I think the conversation starts at nine. It starts at nine, and I think seven years is the minimum. Yeah, I mean, especially if he goes somewhere else, like, yeah, that's the maximum term they can give him. So that's, if it's not going back to St. Louis, there is... There is no one outside they can bring in, and no one inside the organization that's gonna replace that.
0: Yeah, because what if you move a guy like Torrey Krug, you probably have to attach a first round pick to that.
1: Yeah, Krug. I just don't th- like. I just don't think a team's gonna take that. Like Falk, Krug, and Pareko, for better or worse, are blues until those contracts are up or they're bought out.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy, man. Because Doug Arm is it Doug Armstrong? Is that, is that their GM? Yes. Yeah,
1: he's not a bad GM. Mike I by- I wouldn't even say these are bad moves it's just they're kind of approaching um a reckoning here
0: yeah they're kind of entering cap hell um
1: i mean it's, it it's to- also kairu and thomas are making 2.8 each this season and the next year that ups to identical contracts of 8.125 and those contracts are great those i like are them great Cairo, I, is it weird that i think robert thomas is going to age better than jordan Cairo I I completely agree. Robert Thomas is fucking sick. I I think Robert Thomas, I mean, I say this about surprise, a surprising amount of players on rival teams. Robert Thomas is one of the more underrated players in the league and people are starting to notice, but one of the best playmakers in the NHL. Yeah.
0: Without a doubt he is. He has been, I mean, he had kind of a uh, a rough playoffs with the, against the abs. Like I don't think he was too. um, Yeah. I mean, too present, but.
1: I mean, the, the abs are a rough matchup for a guy like Robert yeah, Thomas,
0: but Larry overall Adams. he is, he's a fantastic player. I really like Robert Thomas. I completely agree with you.
1: And, uh, and Jordan Kairou is great too. I'm not saying Jordan Cairo isn't great. It's just that I don't know, I just feel like for some reason, Kairou, what he showed this season, I don't know if he has more than that, if that makes sense. I think that's, you think that's his peak. I think that is his peak. If not some regression do.
0: Yeah. I mean, because how old is he? He's got to be what, like 23, 24, 24, 24. And Thomas is 23. So, yeah, I agree. If we're choosing which one would be better in the long term, I agree. It's going to be Robert Thomas because I think he has 90 point a year potential.
1: Yeah. And also Uh, you you look under the hood of Jordan Cairo. He's not he doesn't have bad analytics or micro stats, but they're not impressive. No, you know, and obviously that's not the be all end all determining how good or bad a player is. But it's just—I don't know. I—I I have a feeling that seventy-four points for Jordan Kyrou is, yeah, that's probably what he's going to be, if not the best. And I—I I think Robert Thomas could feasibly hit ninety points. Is that worth eight million a year
0: for Kyrou, though?
1: Well, that's what—that's the point I'm getting. Yeah. at. is I think Robert Thomas's contract is great. I think Kyrou's is. I think right now it looks good. And I don't think it's going to age poorly. Like, oh man, what a terrible deal! But I think it's also like, it's a lot of money for that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're projecting it. It hasn't worked well, as we said with. Yeah,
1: this this could also be a take I have that ages like absolute, absolutely could. terribly. Like this, I, could, everything
0: like, you're saying though, I, I kind of agree with. Like, it, if he's going to be a 75 point player, that's okay. But is that worth eight million dollars? That's for you to decide.
1: Right, like that, like uh, that's core superstar money.
0: Yeah, because if you look at it. Like they projected on Pareco. It hasn't worked out so far. It
1: hasn't. And well, I mean, even then, I think the Pareco one's just bad because you know when that contract kicks in? Now. Yeah. This is year one of that contract. Yeah. And it's not like Pareco's been this big star defenseman ever in his career. He's shown
0: potent he showed potential like the first couple of years he was in the league, but
1: He's he just he just kind of was that the potential yeah. he showed turned out to be exactly what he is.
0: Yeah, and that's this is funny because we're talking about this as AVS fans, and we've said before. I mean, this is Sam Gerard in a nutshell,
1: right? Because if Sam Gerard stays the same, it's this like, is Sam Gerard if he was seven inches taller and yeah. like double his weight. This is oh, the, he'd
0: <laughs> have. Could you imagine how much more leeway Sam Gerard would have if he was seven inches taller?
1: We don't talk about Colton Pareco, do we, for never really getting better and yeah. just always staying the same player. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far, interrupting to bring you a word from our brand new sponsors at Raycon. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of our great lineup of shows on the Hockey Podcast Network, and it's been great, all because of my brand new Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's Everyday Earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not ever budge. you never got to worry about them falling out of your ears eight hours of playtime, and a 32-hour battery life at the perfect price. Quality audio at over half the price of other premium audio brands. It's it's no wonder Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews with three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. I personally use my Raycons wherever I am, whether it's at the gym, whether it's in class, whether it's at work, perfect for any situation. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get fifteen percent off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score fifteen percent off. Again, buyraycon.com slash THPN. Now, back to the episode. But since At Sam Gerard is the Cavs, Sam Gerard. Drou- I'm not saying either's better or worse for anybody, but you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's it, it's a little ridiculous, but I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued to see what the Blues do this year. I, I don't think they're going to be a bad team
1: at no, all. no, I think they're um, the second best team in the West.
0: Yeah. Eh, yeah, yeah. I was about I to mean, say I Edmonton, mean, but Edmonton's got to prove it to me that they can do it for two straight years.
1: Yeah, that's um, what I mean. Like, St. Louis to me is a safe bet for second best team in the West. I think yeah. it could definitely be Edmonton or potentially Calgary, but we haven't seen it yet. Edmonton is – Tail of two seasons every single time some te- some seasons they're great they make the playoffs and they're second in their division last year and they go to the conference final seems like things are trending in the right direction right until you reached game 15 of the season and they're just okay and yep. the wheels are falling off the whack i mean we kind of forget in january we were not this positive on the oilers no they were terrible and there's it, a reason why it, dave Tippett got fired Right. And if things are trending poorly for them, it could get to a point where it's just like they don't recover from it. Like, it's it's Edmonton. We, this would not be a shock for us to be talking I, them up and be like, oh, they're going to be great, and then they're bad. They're one Connor McDavid injury away from being in the lottery. Right. That's, all, that's all it takes. And not, not even McDavid. Dry saddle. If they lose Saddle, yeah, you'll still have McDavid, but you just lost half your team, and Jesus. If they lose Darnell Nurse, who do you have on defense? Evan Bouchard. They have Evan Bouchard. You know who else they have? Ryan Murray. Hey, maybe he finally fills up to his
0: potential, man. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And then the, Who's that defenseman they think is going to get? Broberg? I keep hearing about this Broberg guy. Yeah, Broberg. Denver. But He's okay. I, I agree. The Blues, just like circle it back. I, I think they are the second best team. If you look at every other team in the West, everyone else kind of got... Like, would you
1: say Edmonton got better? I'd say they got better because they didn't really get worse yeah they didn't really really lose any big names they added guys I think Campbell is an upgrade over Smith yep and And I mean like who did they lose I mean they kept Kane unfortunately and they kept Brett Kulak which I think is a good move for them instead of running out a tandem of Smith and Koskinen it's Campbell and Skinner which I think is a a very respectable NHL tandem And that by default could make them the second best team in the West because they had McDavid and Dreisaitl.
0: Yeah, because if you look at the rest of the Western Conference, the Blues, I think, stayed the same. I mean,
1: losing Perron. I think they they stayed exactly. Well, they lost Perron, so I'd say they got worse, honestly. They got a little bit worse. A little bit worse. They got weaker at goaltending because now they are relying on Jordan Bennington to keep up the three-game hot streak he had in the playoffs. Yep. And so now they don't. What was, what was his name? Huso. They don't have Huso to, yeah. to bail them out anymore. He went to Detroit. And now, who did they bring in? It was uh, Grise, wasn't it? Charlie Lindgren, I thought. No, he that to, was the Caps. No, they went to the Caps. He was a. Yeah. It was, was Grice. Yeah, it was Thomas Grise. And Minnesota got worse. Like, that is a yes. worse hockey team than they were last season, yes. without a question. Uh, Nashville, I think, got better. They are, but worth- are they
0: better than? Are they better than Edmonton or
1: St. Louis? No, I think I think it was Elliot Friedman or so, someone put it like like are they better or do they take Colorado to five games? I think that's take yeah. them to five games, right? It's like are they are they contenders to go to the Stanley Cup final, or are they going to maybe hang with a team like the Avs a little bit more than they did last year?
0: Yeah, and we'll see, man. It, it's going to be. I, I've been seeing people saying the abs have a
1: don't have a good shot to repeat. The West sucks. It sucks, man. I think that honestly, a little hotter take. I think the Pacific is better than the Central. This year? This year, I think the competition is a little stiffer because there is no abs up there. Once you get past St. Louis, I'm I'm just not that threatened. i really not. There are good teams. Don't get me wrong. St. Louis is good. Nashville is a little better. Minnesota got worse, but they're still good. Winnipeg just didn't do anything. Oh, they're Dallas, getting ready to blow it up. They're getting yeah, ready to blow it up. Like Winnipeg is a half season away from just saying, fuck it and blowing it up and getting two first round picks in this year's draft. Well, Dallas they already kind of did that by stripping Wheeler of the captaincy. Yeah, they stripped. I almost missed that the other day. They stripped Wheeler of the captaincy. And they've got a whole bunch of crap going on in the locker room that they just refuse to ever talk about, even yep. though it, it's the worst kept secret in the NHL that these guys have a toxic locker room. Yep. And Dallas, they still have to sign Robertson. We we've heard nothing about it. Who knows if that's going to carry into the season or not? Because all we've heard about it is the owners not willing to pay. Yep. And they're they they did not get better. They they lost Klingberg, which is fine, but they didn't really do anything to replace that. Yep. So now you can make the argument that they're worse, and then you get to your Arizonas and Chicagos of the world who are terrible on purpose.
0: Arizona's getting better. They're
1: getting, they're getting better, better, but their goal right now is going yes. to
0: Yes. So I uh, that's not a bad take because if you look at the Pacific, I mean, you got Calgary, who I think
1: is going to be pretty similar to what they were last year. Yeah, I think Calgary's going to be the same. I think Edmonton might be a little better than they were, maybe a little more consistent. And you've got, a like I think, just a big – fucking mess in the middle where you've got who knows what vegas is going to be this season if they're going to be good or like back to what they were a couple years ago or just flat out terrible they don't have a goalie and then you have like teams like la that could improve on what they were last year could regress seattle could be interesting vancouver i think is very interesting this season i think they're a playoff team this year i know we'll do that
0: in a season preview episode but I, i think that's a playoff team
1: I agree, but they still got to show it. They yeah. had one, let's face it, kind of fluke run in 2020 where they got into the playoffs where they otherwise wouldn't have. Yep. And they just haven't been able to do that since. And I, I, did I say Seattle? I think they're going to be interesting. I think uh-huh. Seattle is going to be a 75, 80 point team. I like Seattle is going to be competitive, I yeah. think. They're a team you have to take seriously, but that's not saying much. San Jose would be terrible.
0: Here's my thought. I I agree with you. You've talked me into saying the Pacific may be better than the Central, and the biggest reason why, like, Nashville got better on paper, but is
1: Duchesne, Forsberg, and Johansson going to get 35 goals again each? That is one thing I was probably going to say on the season preview episode. We can talk about it. Matt Duchesne's tenure in in Nashville has been a roller coaster. His first – few seasons were awful they were terrible and last year he was great but is he going to be great again and you still look at ryan johansson where he like in the shortened season he was terrible and the year before that he was terrible 36 points and 22 points back to back bounces back this season with 63 is that credit to having john Hines as a coach for a couple years now maybe but Philip Forsberg just got his big boy contract at 8.5 and he was 84 points last season but you go back and it was 50 points 48 points 32 points did the Predators get better or are they a serious contender for regression
0: I think they're a serious contender for regression and that's just me personally but that we'll see but the grand scheme of the things is the abs have as good of a shot to repeat as Tampa Bay did just because the West did not get better no one in the West is I think even close to the abs contending wise yeah I and, don't... The,
1: and the abs got worse but even then I think we've shown over the last 12 months that we are so leaps and bounds above the Western Conference yes. again losing two games in the playoffs to the Western Conference all to St. Louis sweeping Nashville and Edmonton in our series against them and really running through the regular season. Like it was not close for the central and the Western conference. No, I mean, the there was a two week stint where maybe Calgary could catch us and we crushed them. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's going to be interesting um, to see what happens, but I think the Avs just have a really good fucking team and, to tie it back to the beginning of the episode, we were talking about McKinnon. He said he's not satisfied. He thought he'd be more satisfied. I think that's the mentality for the whole team.
1: Yeah. I and, mean, the the quote he had on 32 thoughts is basically, I thought I'd be more satisfied after I won. And it doesn't sound like he's very satisfied. Yeah, Sounds so they're all right. Like, I, th- I think in the early season, there's going to be a maybe a little point yes. where it's like ramping it back up to the regular season after the intensity of the playoffs and the the craziness that's been this off season and the summer of all the partying and everything, I think there's going to be like an adjustment period of yes. like, Oh Jesus, we have 82 games of this shit. <laughs> so like once we get to October, November and December, I think we're going to start to see the team work its way back to normal. I mean, let's not forget like me and you were talking early in the season after we lost to, columbus like oh man are we going to be able to catch minnesota
0: (laughs) yeah i forgot about that those were good times man. yeah
1: great times we we were rookies to the podcast
0: yes but overall i mean it's the abs are going to be fine and we made the joke before we started recording it's like how long of a leash or how long do you think it is until people start complaining about the abs play
1: i said it's going to be a little bit longer you think it's going to be
0: like instantaneous oh
1: i think people just like to whine like I think it, it could be like if we're like below five hundred before the first ten game mark, people are gonna be like, oh man, is this is this team too content with their victory? Yeah. It could, like it, it wasn't a problem for Tampa to go back to back, and like people will find a way to complain about anything. I'm telling you,
0: that's fair. That's fair, but I, I don't think it'll. I, I, mean, I think like, it'll
1: be a little bit of a grace period. I mean, just just look at the Rams right now. They lost one game, and people are like, oh, they're old they're done they can't do shit it's all it takes is to lose a couple of games and all that goodwill is gone i've that's seen it multiple times that's fair i mean i don't disagree with you but um we
0: will uh we'll have to wait and see but i i can't wait i can't wait to actually be on like and talk about fucking actual hockey and not talk about
1: projections oh, i'm so excited like once i think once we get close to those preview episodes i i think preview season like outside the playoffs is like my favorite time of the year
0: yes because everyone's so full of hope
1: yeah like like we'll talk about this more but ottawa and all the optimism and hope right now that can come crashing down very fast yes it like we could be talking about them in two months as like what happened (laughs) how could it
0: all go wrong their top six was loaded But they have
1: the most underrated forward group. We
0: got to see it first. Yeah. So, but honestly, man, I thought we did a lot better. I think we got more on track as the episode
1: went on. Honestly, I kind of like episodes like this where we just kind of have like one loose topic. Like the only thing I have on my note sheet is about McKinnon. And honestly, I kind of like doing episodes like this where we're just kind of making it up as we go. It makes it feel less rigid, more natural, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're good there. It, it, so, it brings
1: us back to the core of the show of we do not know what the hell we are doing or correct. talking about. We are literally just two guys.
0: Correct. And we get distracted very easily. We have the attention span of squirrels. So, yeah. Um, but hell of an episode. And you got your big boy job tomorrow. Um, so, everyone, make sure you wish Griffin good
1: luck. I, um, <laughs> and yeah, My big boy job of working and logging highlights, I guess. Yeah. You know, hey, going, good, to, good going to work at the oil rig for twelve straight hours. <laughs> I guess my big boy job, where one false move will mean me being ripped apart by machines. I sit at a desk and I type Lamar Jackson into a laptop. Dude, carpal tunnel is very serious, man. It is. Yeah. I've I've had it before. Yeah, you know, you don't mess around with it. But uh... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing hurt. I've had an ear problem for the last week or so. I can barely hear out of my left ear. So you know, I'm just keep me in your thoughts tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm really just gotten gotcha. this one out. <laughs> I for one will be
0: sitting on my butt doing absolutely nothing these next couple of days. So yeah. I turned 28 on Monday, which is fucking crazy. Um, so I will be, it, it's weird when you get older. I, I don't know if you're at that yet. Cause you just turned 21, but birthdays now are just kind of like, Holy fuck. I'm getting old. Like I have nothing. Like my birthdays mean nothing to me anymore.
1: Like I'm sorry. I, th- I think I'm approaching that with my 22nd birthday in a month. I'm like, well, at 25, like, you can rent a car. So that's, that's cool. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like I'm getting to 22 and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday. I have a fucking midterm.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's like literally on
1: my birthday, I have a midterm exam.
0: Yeah. It's very, very weird, but I am, I'm almost 30, which is fucking crazy, but I will be doing absolutely fucking nothing this weekend. So I hope you all are doing the same and you're listening to us while you're watching some NFL today. And I think that's good. I got nothing else for the show, man.
1: I think we're all good. I don't think we had anything to begin with. We just know for an hour anyway. So I can't
0: believe we did that, but no, I, I can't believe we always say this and
1: yeah. And we're always like, Oh, we, we can keep this one relatively short. And then we talk about nothing for an hour. So yeah. I mean, that's what we do. Oh, well, we do. It's because we like hockey and we genuinely enjoy talking about it. So yes, it's because doing this isn't a job. It's fun. <laughs> If it ever becomes a job, we'll let you know. Yeah, you'll know.
0: (laughs) Uh, But, oh, I I, I almost missed the show. Um, This is your friendly show reminder. Kale McCarr shirt's still available. First batch did get out. There have been a couple more orders. They look fucking awesome. And um, so many people have been buying shirts. I keep wanting to send Griffin one, but someone keeps ordering Griffin's shirt. And I told Griffin, I'm sorry, man. It's going to... Like you, you, get yours last. So,
1: but it's, keep it's, it sure. actually is Christian just hates me and wants me to <laughs> in and buy it myself. So, so they uh, like, oh, I'll send no. it, well, since since you bought it with your money, I'll send it to you this time. Sorry, man, no free <laughs> shit for you, you fucking freeloader. Because uh, yeah, but... Christian's just that. I don't know if you guys know this. Christian's just that kind of guy where he totally really, really likes making people like suffer and upset. Like. When I was in uh, Colorado, he would just like take a baseball bat to people's knees and just be like, haha, you're on the ground now. So, just a little insight into Christian's character a little bit. But totally. He's totally a cruel and malicious person <laughs> and definitely not like one of the nicest people I've ever met.
0: Uh, but go buy your Kale McCarr shirt. Griffin will get his eventually whenever I feel like sending it to him. Um, and uh, use promo code It is at SeatGeek. There's plenty of things to start going to now. We got that sponsorship deal at the worst time of the year. Oh yeah. We got um, it
1: like like when I came to didn't we get like halfway through when I was in Colorado? Yeah. Like yeah. after like the No, we got it before game five. Yeah. Where the tickets were like a thousand dollars. And it's like, oh you could get twenty bucks. Twenty dollars
0: off. <laughs> Your first purchase of fifty dollars or more. So there's stuff to go to now. Buy some tickets on SeatGeek, the number one ticketing app in the world, and Use promo code is get $20 off your first purchase of $50 or more,
1: and start going to things. Yeah. Um, Hockey's coming up, football's in full swing, Denver Broncos going to be back in town soon. Going to have the Nuggets starting up at the end of October. I mean, if you're not going to use the code now, I don't know if you're ever going to, because it is the perfect time to yes. start going back to games. And we are offering you free money to just your money. money back for it. So we're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome for all, for all the hard work we did of making that code for you. Yes. So
0: use that. Um, and then, yeah, I got nothing else, man.
1: Yeah. I think we're all good for this one. Cause we're talking about the, how great of an episode we just had. And then we talk about how great of an episode we just have for, for another 10 minutes, but yes, yeah, I love it. So I think that's going to do it for us on this edition of the tell it abs. It is podcast. Thank you all so very much. For tuning in, like Christian said, Kale McCarr shirts available at Denver com, along with the, the Kendall shirts, some stickers. We get. If few, if you really like us, you can just get a sticker of our logo. If you, yeah, that'd be cool. It's there. It's an option. We'd appreciate it. But, um, Use promo code Tell It abs It Is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Chee Young's NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Bolay, And you can follow the show at Tell It Abs It Is. But again, thank you so very much for tuning in. And we will catch you all next time. But until then, let's go Abs.